Well, we did it. We did it, folks. We made it through another week. Welcome to Into the West Comics. We are certainly glad that you are here with us today. If it's your first time with us, we want to say hi. Thanks for checking us out. If it's your first time, go look at some of our other stuff. We're happy you're here. And if you've joined us before, welcome back. We have a lot to get into today. We're going to be talking about Andor and what we are seeing tonight, the premiere of Black Panther. But before we get into that, I want to introduce our panel today. It's looking bright in here, folks, and that's probably because we got a big dose of Sonny Hatley sitting oh. across from me. Sonny, good to oh. see you, my friend. Hello. How are you? Did the whole government there for me. <laughs> we we, uh, we throw out government names. Edit that out on the live later. <laughs> <laughs> to be, no, that was not his government. <laughs> no, yeah, yeah, yeah. Leave it, leave it. I'm like a superhero, yeah. okay? It's my secret identity. I'm, I'm pr- like protecting, a superhero. Protecting my family, all right? Okay. And then we've got somebody who we all love and know. A brother that is so close to our hearts that we cannot get enough of. Oh. He is the man. Hey, no. The myth. Hey, Shoba. He is the one, the only, the deacon, the brother Marcus. Hey now. Whoa. <laughs> thank you. Thank Marcus, you, thank good you. to have you, buddy. Hey. Likewise. And then, of good course, as always from the hot dog region, he's not oh, wow. Oscar <laughs> Meyer himself, but he's the one, the only Polly B. Paul, what's going on, bud? Polly B. Why? Why did you guys let me do this last week? <laughs> <laughs> it have been <laughs> and then, for whatever reason, uh. In the corner today <laughs> is the guy that always hosts this show, the one, the only, the man in charge himself, the reason this all exists, Frank. Hey. hey. Frank, can, can you hear us, Frank? I can hear you. <laughs> He's like loud and clear, bro. Real quick, I was, uh, I really like that shout out you had for Marcus is like, um, I know you got a Pentecostal background, yeah. Donovan. Yes. That was. I thought you were going to speak in tongues. I almost did. <laughs> I almost did. I felt the Holy Ghost over me for a second and almost took over, but what? thank God that didn't happen. Missed you guys a lot. Glad to see you. Oh, that's Good cool. to be I, here, Frank. Glad, glad to have you, you back. It. He's here this week. He made it just in time. We guys, we have a lot to get into. I first yeah. wanted to start off today's show with a show on Disney Plus that has been unbelievable. Now, for uh, a couple of us here on the panel, we haven't watched it in its entirety, but for the three of us being Frank, Paul, and myself, we've yeah. seen all of it. It is the show Andor. If you have not checked out this show on Disney+, Plus, it is the greatest Disney Plus show 
that is on the platform oh, now, wow. and I have that Quan verified. Our producer, if he likes it, <laughs> you like know it's good. good. Yeah, this is true. That's so true. I want to get your guys' yeah, takes real. on um, first from, from Marcus and Sonny. I want to get what yeah, Marcus. You haven't seen any of it. Is that correct? No, so no, you I have yet. Not. So that no. is on your playlist. To it be is watched. on my playlist. Yes. Sonny, of the three episodes that you've watched so far, what are your initial thoughts? I think it's really gritty, and I think the storytelling is great. I think I, we were just talking right before. There's just so much content going on, and That's I real. think. I missed the every week train, and now I'm just kind of waiting for it to finish so I could just binge the whole thing together. Sure. Right. I know I it's great. I know it's great. Um, it does seem like it has a darker tone than everything else, and that's what's kind of drawing me towards it. Um, me and Kwame were talking. doesn't seem like there's any fluff. Like, uh, you know, like the frog episode in The Mandalorian. No, you know what I mean? Like, there's none of that. <laughs> there are know? no fillers. Right. right. So so driving the story. I, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm excited. It's on the playlist. Uh I'll get there. Yeah, absolutely. Now, That's Paul, good. you've been watching this, and Frank as well. You've seen all the episodes. I want to get your guys' take. Paul, what do you think of the show so far and what it's been able to do from a storytelling standpoint for Disney Plus? I think uh, the show is as good as everything Star Wars can be and everything we want it to be most of the time. I think the uh, thing that maybe has made people like Marcus or Sonny or some other people less like leaping to go watch it is it's Andor. It's not Luke Skywalker. It's sure. not a Mandalorian. Yeah. It's not this, this, that, and the other thing. And I think, I know you guys are going to watch it. I'm not speaking to you too. There's people yeah. who aren't watching it because of that. Yeah. I think you should give it a shot. Yeah. And I, I, there's also been a few people who have said things like, this is a Star Wars show for people who don't like Star Wars. And I'm like, what? what? I'm not sure about that. I don't know about all that. <laughs> um, but it's, Fighting it's the Empire. by Tony Gilroy, who is, has written TV before. He's done things like he's a great writer. He, um, I also believe he wrote Rogue One, um, or at least oh, parts wow. of it. Yep. And it shows every episode. There's not a single, like, there's no fat on this. Everything yeah. matters. Everything is driving the story. And it's telling a much more compelling story about the rebellion than I ever could have thought. Yeah, the rebellion were just a bunch of quirky little whatevers who uh, like get me to Luke. You know what I mean? <laughs> but these are people who have real personal dilemmas. And Mon Mothma in this show is a perfect example of that. How many of you would have been interested in Mon Mothma before the show came out? Nobody. And yeah. if you haven't watched the show, I bet you Marcus should still tell me no. <laughs> you're gonna change, Marcus, you're gonna change your mind when you watch the show. No, I'm I'm actually excited to see what she was like in her prime her? we, we we've yeah. seen her as an elder stateswoman mm -hmm. you know in other movies and other you know areas but now we could kind of see her actually getting her hands dirty so right I'm and that was something i was going to mention like a lot of way to put it yeah a lot of people my wife she she loves this show she okay. absolutely like is infatuated with this like we watched both last week's episode and this week's episode yesterday and on her lunch break she wanted to watch last week's and she did and she was like oh i can't wait for tonight and i had to explain kind of explain to her who mon mothma was and i went she's in return of the jedi she's the main person in return of the jedi that little clip that we get of her in return of the jedi if you haven't seen anything star wars and andor is the first thing you're going to watch Return of the Jedi at some point and go, <gasps> Mon Mothma! Right, yeah. exactly. You're going to go, oh my gosh, I know everything that she sacrificed yep. to get to where we're at here at this point. And Frank, um, you've watched the show. You've enjoyed the show. Frank, what do you think of it so far? I think it is, it, like Sunny touched on, it's very gritty. Uh, it's very grounded. Yeah. It has all these notes of it's Star Wars, but it could also take place in Star Trek. It could also pl take place in Dune. 
Blade Runner, nope. anything that is sci-fi based that has that more uh, grounded type of tone mm -hmm. and that it happens to be Star Wars is amazing. Fantastic. Right. And it, the storytelling is great. Uh, it's it's the coolest thing I think I've seen that, that Plus has put out. I agree. It's. I think it's far and away the best it, thing. It, it, yeah. I think it is. And I, I mean... And the symbolism in the show, I can't really get into too much depth because I don't want to blow things, you know, for these guys who haven't who haven't uh, seen more of it. Because the last two or three episodes are just ridiculous. I Frank, mean, you have chills. I mean, this, yeah, this, Frank, what is it about this story that that gives you these chills that you look at this and you go, oh my gosh, like I can't get enough of this? Because everything that we know about the empire is being shown to us. It's being built. It's being birthed right in front yep. of us. Ah, and I think okay. that that's the cool thing about it is that everything that, and they touch on this when, when they have the conversations in the episodes different uh, with Lucen and every, they're talking about the, the, the impact that fear has on people's lives yep. and the fear that they overcome uh, the the people who are serving as uh, kind of prisoners of the Senate right, right. now and what's going on. It's uh, it's incredible. It's, it's really great storytelling. I think it's the best Star Wars thing we've had since Rogue One, and it's probably the best Star Wars thing after that since you know the original trilogy. Yes. and it, it crushes everything that's been on Plus. In my opinion, I think it, it just it's. It's a lot better than anything that's been on the page. Wow. To keep the to keep the vagities and kind of like try to sell you guys on it who haven't gotten all the way through it yet, is it's doing a wonderful job of telling you what the rebellion is trying to accomplish while also drawing these lines and then making these characters have to overstep them. Yeah. Mon Mothma, she wants to do everything the right way. And at the end of this last episode, she's got a choice to make. Yeah. Either get caught or do something she doesn't want to do. And that's the kind of moral dilemmas they're facing these real people feeling with, yeah. that they have okay. to do these things because if they don't, everything falls down. Right. Everything's over. And then with the Empire, what we're seeing is the way they rule with fear, the way that maybe they wouldn't be able to control you if you actually lashed out, but you're right. too afraid to lash out. Mm -hmm. But also in that, you're seeing the hubris of the Empire build up and seeing why, like in The Return of the Jedi, Palpatine does something as silly as give them the new plans and bring Luke to the new Death Star. It's the hubris of the Empire yeah. forming mm -hmm. alongside the, the grit and the determination of the rebellion forming. And you're seeing these two groups in a more interesting way than they ever have been before. Because for a long time, and there's nothing wrong with this, the Empire was the dark side and the rebellion was the light side. It was yeah. these are the good guys, those are the bad guys. That line is being blurred a little bit with this show. Mm. And I think it has made it so much more interesting than I ever could have imagined. I, I couldn't agree more. This show has been great. If you haven't watched it yet, please check it out on Disney+. Plus. Yes, Paul. So the last thing I want to say, sorry, I, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't want to forget to do this. That's okay, no, keep going. Because we haven't talked about Andor at all as the character. He is incredible. <laughs> he is constantly thrust into situations where he doesn't want to be there. He just wants to go. That was cute, huh? <laughs> he doesn't want to go into these uh, situations where he is having to make a difference, but you can tell he wants to make a difference. Yeah. At the end of the day, he just wants to go to the end of the universe and not be, uh, be away from all this destruction so he's the last person it gets to. But every time he finds himself in a situation where he can make a difference, he's the reason it succeeds. Oh. He's the reason that these things are able to happen because of his determination and because of the his backstory, which you get a little bit of in the first three yeah. episodes, so yeah, you should yeah, have yeah. seen it. You're seeing that he is so afraid, but also when it's thrust upon him, 
he is the best at it. And yeah. that's kind of, it's explaining the Andor we find ourselves with in Rogue One in a more compelling way than I ever could have imagined. Yeah. And, and what's great about Andor is that you see in every episode, like the couple episodes ago, Cartino 5, when he first gets on the prison, mm. he starts to look at the guards and see how un unprepared they are and he just he's someone that likes to collect things as mm. he's going along and doing that and speaking of collecting we all have stuff that we like to show <laughs> off from comics and wow. sports cards to original artwork and even graded comics not only that but the guys at crafty comics are here and they have got you covered they have all sorts of options to help you show off your stuff without any stress of sending anything away and hoping if it comes back in one piece they have you 100 percent covered and customizable for your experience so go check them out at crafty comics c-r-a-f-t-i comics.com or visit them on instagram at crafty comics they're great. They're wonderful. They're a sponsor of this show. We love you guys. Check them out. Now, to get into the bones <laughs> of what we're yeah. doing here today, we, <laughs> all right. we, we have the amazing opportunity tonight to go to the Art House Theater at sure 8 p.m., do. and we are going to see the live premiere of Black Panther Wakanda Forever. I wanted to ask you guys a few questions. I'm going to start off with you, Frank. What are you most excited about? What are you hoping that they deliver as far as sending this uh, MCU into the next phase? And what are you worried about? I'm not worried about too much. I think that uh, this is probably going to be the best film of the phase. They're going to end on a high note. Um, I, I just hope that they are able to do, and I think they will, they're going to give service to uh, Chadwick Boseman, both as a character on screen and off screen. These people lost a, a friend and a family member, both on and off screen. For sure. And uh, I think that it's going to have dish different emotional beats when we watch it that we're really not ready for. We're I thinking agree. like, well, when they do this or that, I'm going to be sad or whatever. But I, I am hydrated. So I'm ready for tonight. <laughs> so when anything go, happens, what? I mean, I know it's going to be emotional. There's going to be, it's probably, it might be dusty in there. I haven't heard. I know that Art House is a very clean place, but I mean, it might be a little, there might be a little dust in there. It might get a little, around the eye area. Somebody might be cutting, I, cutting allergies. I need to borrow Dobbin's sunglasses. Because <laughs> of my allergies. <laughs> <Just> allergies. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah. Don't want to get the but contact I, allergies. I think the movie's going to be great. I, I've, I've been looking forward to this for a long time. And Same as it's It's going to be cool. Is yeah. there anything that you would like to see as far as, what would you like to see as far as them taking the next phase of the MCU? Like, what is something that you're hoping that they would do to bring forward the next phase? Because this is the close of phase four for the MCU. Yeah. Pie in the sky is is doom, but I mean, I think yeah. it's unlikely that we're going to get Doctor Doom introduced in this. The The closer we get to it, it seems like it's uh, not very possible anymore. Yeah. I, don't I think, think I heard somebody say that that wasn't going to happen. Uh, I'm, I can't remember where I saw, or saw that at, but mm -hmm. I saw someone say Doom was never supposed to be... I think it might have been Feige, a quote from Feige oh, wow. that said Doom was never supposed to mean it, but who knows whether that's true yeah. or not. Yeah, we don't know. But for me, as to what I would like to see going into the next um, movie or next phase is I just want it to be a good movie. Yeah. I think that's all I need from it. Yeah. yeah. And then the rest of the, the next phase will be carried by that because this last phase was kind of shaky. Yeah, it really did I get off to, I, I wouldn't say a rough start, but it was still, I mean, we've had a slow, uh, real slow, I, I don't know, you're pulling the, pulling the, <laughs> pulling the levers back for the plane to go up. It feels like a B-52. This hey, thing is come on. slowly but surely getting there. Marcus, what is something that you're looking forward to about this film? Maybe something you're worried about, or uh, maybe even what storyline do you hope that they're, they're trying to achieve with this without having Chadwick Boseman? 
Well, I mean, just to touch on the whole Doom thing, I mean, I I guess we are getting a little step closer uh, with Namor because Namor, mm-hmm. you know, he's very, you know, he's tied closely with the Fantastic Four. They, you know, him and Sue Storm and and that whole thing. Mm-hmm. But uh, <laughs> but um, I'm actually for if it's Namor or Namor, I'm not sure. But uh, uh, I'm most excited for him just because Namor. because mm-hmm. he really? he represents not only you know, a, a new person that's being introduced, but also he also has mutant. He's considered a mutant. So that the first mutant. Yeah. So that kind of gets us a little step closer to maybe some X-Men stuff. Do we mm-hmm. get the real cheesy music like we did in Miss Marvel when he shows up? <laughs> that would take me right out of the movie. Sorry. Keep going. <laughs> hey, who knows? We'll see what, how you, you know, what the wing with the, with the, with the feet wings. With the wings. I love it. Yeah, we'll, I love it. We'll, we'll see. We'll see what happens there. Um, probably the thing that I'm concerned about the most is even though, yes, Chad, uh, Chadwick is gone. He's, he's left us. I don't want the whole movie to be a cinematic funeral for him. What he said. I want, yeah. I want them to move on. Um, I'm probably in the minority when I, when I say that I kind of, wanted them to recast black panther because regardless of who who's playing him as an actor he's a poignant character it i these characters have outlived and outlasted their creators yeah for sure especially in the comic books i mean we have no more stanley we have no more jack kirby the people who've created these characters so we have no uh christopher reeves for superman anymore but we have moved on and we've recasted and we need to move on I don't want it to be this be the end all for for, for T'Challa mm-hmm, as right. a character. So that would be my biggest concern with the whole thing. That being said, it's cool to see hopefully more, more Wawanda in uh, or Wawanda. <laughs> Wakanda. Oh, <laughs> the came out. I was like, <laughs> where's this man going with this? <laughs> get, get this dude's hoping genocide. Is out. <laughs> I'm like what? Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, oh man. <laughs> Oh. Anyway, more more uh, Wakanda being fleshed out in terms of uh, a country. <laughs> I was trying to do it, so you. I'm like Rwanda forever. Rwanda <laughs> forever, bro. Yes, absolutely. I'm not saying anything. <laughs> nope. stay, stay out of that one. Yeah. So, so I mean, those those things. Yeah. I mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It'll be good to see the because we, all we've seen so far is just the capital city. Yeah. And, uh, you know, the key players within the Black Panther family, royal family, what have you. Now we will be able to see some more of the surrounding rural areas or other cities or what have you. Yeah. More of that world. So that's going to be great. Yeah. How about you, Sonny? You, you've been super excited to see this movie as, as all of us have yeah. been. Uh, what are you looking to uh, expect from this movie and what, what are your hopes for it? I think you guys all know me. I, I, I go tinfoil hat fully with everything. We're here for so, it, man. I mean, like I... I'm on the other side. I don't wish for them to recast T'Challa, but I think if they brought Killmonger back to take over the Black Panther uh, mantle would be amazing. Uh, different universe, whatever kind of deal. Um, I do want Doom, and I, I'm not expecting it, but I I'm think I think that's kind of like that's what I want the after credit to be. If even if we don't get any mention of uh, during the movie. I feel like that would bring such an excitement or something to look forward to because we know how badass how you, King. How is would going you feel be. about just Cheers. a Latveria name drop? Would that be enough for you? That would be enough for me. That would be enough um, for me. Too. 
I don't need like Giancarlo Esposito to come through with the with the <laughs> metal. Casting. I'm wow. just saying, already you know, casting. Just saying. <laughs> already casting. Uh, which would be so lit. Um, but lit. I, I uh, same thing with uh, with Paul. I just want it to be a good movie. Mm. I'm ready to cry. I know I'm gonna that that funeral scene when it happens when they're on in all white and everything. I know I'm somebody's gonna be cutting onions. I'm gonna be crying. Yeah. Right. Um, I just I just know that they have. A lot Easy, to Paul. chill out. I know you want to talk again, but relax. Yeah. <laughs> he has his belt. Ding, ding, ding. Um, I have something I to say. Just, I thought. <laughs> my take on Sonny's <laughs> What Sonny should have said was. <laughs> wow. All right. All right. All right. No, I, I, I'm with you, Derek. Like, as far as the like, tinfoil hat. <laughs> I'm with this. I'm with you, Sonny. I yeah. want to see something. Let, come on, let's push this forward. Yeah, let's, let's push this envelope a little bit. End this phase with yeah. something that makes people go, "Holy crap!" Yeah. I can't wait till what they're going to do in Phase Five because Absolutely. every single one of these movies that have come out in Phase Four have kind of been like, eh, "Okay, they've really been epilogues to the blip for sure." And mm, right. everything that's happened after Endgame, it's really just been this epilogue. It's been kind of like, "All right, I'm ready." This. Like too many endings in Lord of the Rings, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> how many times is Samwise Gamgee gonna end this stupid movie? Like, let's get this going here. Yeah. Not stupid. I'm sorry, Paul. I'm not, I'm not hurt. <laughs> it's not stupid. It won Best Picture. <laughs> but um, yeah, I, I, you know, I'm obviously really excited for this this film as well. Um, what are you hoping? Uh, this story is going to talk about as opposed to the uh, first movie, which is all about legacy, mm-hmm. all about leaving your your mark. Uh, what are you hoping that this story tells this time? Family. I well, <laughs> I'm not even like you're kind of, like you're joking, but I no, but seriously, I yeah. think I hope it tells a story about uh, grief and then eventually being able to move on from it, kind of yeah. like what Marcus was saying, and even the joke about family. Yeah, I, that's what I want from this movie. I don't I don't want it to be a two and a half hour long funeral. Yeah, and I I think it would be more a better. Uh, what do you what do you want to call it? A better representation of Chadwick Boseman as a person is if it let it be its own thing and not yeah. just be oh we're sad because we don't longer have him anymore. Right. Build on what he has done, which is what we all want to do, right? right? And I think that will make the movie carry on better. And I think a good example is from No Way Home. I think it was in the zeitgeist for all three of the uh, Spider-Men to be in that movie. And that was a big moment for us. But mm-hmm. now retro- retroactively, we're looking back at it and go, well, that was cool. But now it's happened. I don't know if the movie's as exciting as I thought it was. You know yeah. what I mean? The movie was kind of carried by that in a weird way. Absolutely. And sure. I think it made it age not as well as it could have. Absolutely. And I think if this movie is just a farewell to Chadwick, it could age once it's not as poignant and once his passing isn't as like right. deep and deep rooted in us. We watch it and we go, oh, well, I think they could have done more with this. And that's all I want from it is for them yeah. to actually pass the title on to, you, to allow people to carry his legacy. Do you right. guys think we get any... Um, like old used footage of Chadwick in this or any type of I wouldn't be shocked. mock-up version. I, you know what I, mean? I don't I, think they'll do it. I, I think it's, they're, it's treading very like on the, they've on the, already announced that there's no, so there's a mid credit scene, but there's yeah. no post credit right. scene. And one of the producers went on to say that they felt weird putting a post credit scene. Yeah, after what you'll usually see, funny stuff. You yeah. Know? What you'll see after the, this mid credit scene. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. um, I don't know that they will. Yeah, I hope they don't. Okay, um, just because like 
they've gone above and beyond in saying that like, no, we're not going to put Chadwick in this movie. We're going to honor his legacy. We're going to honor his death and allow right. everyone to grieve. Like so I think he must it would die be, like in the beginning of the movie. Yeah. No. So not even like, I, I think he's like already, like passed. already passed. He's, I think he's already passed. That's the mm. one question I have going into this. How do they justify the death or is it that we just say that Chadwick dies? Frank, what do you think? Oh man. I think it's this. They're just going to say that he passed away. I don't know if they're really going to touch on like cancer. Right. Gotcha. I, I doubt okay. that. But how about they, you, Marcus? Yeah, I'm not sure. I, I honestly don't know how they're going to uh, portray it um, it'd be, artistically. It'd be weird if they glossed over it. You right, know what I mean? So right. I think that yeah. it needs to be, something needs to be said. And I think it would, uh, I don't know if it'd be wrong or right to use the fact that, you know, this powerful king of Wakanda and this superhero that we've known actually did get cancer and dies of right. it I agree. In, in the in the actual uh, movie, which I think, would be crazy. I think we talked about it a little <clears throat> bit a few weeks ago. Um, I think it would be more poignant if it was something like that, like he passed in the film the same way he did in real life. Yeah. To go, this is serious. There are some things you can't stop. Right. Um, much Dude. like I think the kind of <laughs> analogy we made <laughs> is showing uh, Clark Kent's father dying of a heart attack. That's right. what makes that so poignant is there right. was nothing. Superman can do all these things. He couldn't stop that. Yeah. Right. And just like... T'Challa could do all these things and be the most powerful person in the world, but he couldn't stop that. Yeah. Or, and, or it could be sacrifice. I mean, he could have been on a mission with the Avengers right. secret mission. Right. You know, and that's what I'm kind of hoping it is because just right. from a, a continuity standpoint, like, right. wait, Wakanda has the technology to do ABCD through Z one, two, and three, but right. they can't Cure take cancer. cancer out of their King. Right. right. Okay. Like that for me is a little right. bit of a stretch, but it, sure. then it, again, at the same time, then it's like, well, well, did Wakandans come up with a cure for cancer? And if they did, why didn't they share it with the world? Right, yeah, right. so that's where I'm it at. turns into think. this whole like thing, but yeah. all that to say, I'm excited for this movie. I'm going to go really quick because we have a little bit of time left. Frank, do we get one or do we get multiple Black Panthers in this movie? We're going to get three people in the costume. Ooh. Paul. I think we're going to get, yeah, a th three or four, three or four people okay. in the costume. Ooh. Marcus. I say two. Wonderful, Sonny. I'm going. I'm going with the over. I'm going at least three. At least three. Very good. Mm -hmm. I'm. I'm going to go one. Okay. I don't think that they're going to do. I'm not going to go into great detail about it, but I think they're just going to do one. Yeah. Um, guys, who's ready to go see a movie? I sure am. So excited for this. We are really excited. First, I want to thank everybody who listens to the show. I also want to thank the Art House Theater for hosting this event with us tonight. If you are joining us tonight, we can't wait to see you there. 8 p.m. The premiere for Black Panther. I want to thank all of you guys, Frank. I love you. Thank you for letting me do this this week. I love you too. <laughs> Paul, as always, your beautiful beard. I, I love you and I'm sorry for being excited. <laughs> it's all right. I enjoyed the gentle touch. It felt like my five-year-old oh. trying to get candy. <laughs> Marcus, we love you. Thanks for coming. Sonny, anything that you guys want to say to the people before we leave? Uh, socials, socials. Yeah. Uh, yeah, go tell us what you think of Wakanda Forever on uh, at Into <laughs> underscore Comics on Twitter or at Into the West Comics on uh, Instagram and comment down below. Type in the chat. Do whatever you want to do. Share what you think, and we'll be talking about it maybe later, maybe next week. We'll see. But let us know what you think. Absolutely. Well, once again, guys, thank you again. We also want to thank our sponsor, Crafty Comics, for helping us out with our show this week. We'll see you guys next week as we talk about the reaction to Wakanda Forever yes, yes. and other things that are coming in the Nerdverse. So we love you guys. Yes. We'll see you next week. See you later. Love you. Great week, everyone. Can't wait to go watch this. Take care. Brush your hair. Take care. Brush your hair. Squall. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> Did you? No. <laughs> You're no. Done. I'm done. <laughs>